Hey guys, so the weirdest thing happened to me today and I have to share it with you guys. This is this is so fresh, I just came out of it. And I don't know, it's one of my favorite things that happened to me in a very long time. I think it's just lovely what happened. I I have to move out of this apartment soon, so I'm, I've been looking for a new place. And I got an appointment today at 7.30. And I went and I had the appointment, everything went fine. And on the way back home... I took the bus home because I have to take the bus home. That's the only connection. And I sit in the corner. And the way the way the bus is, is that the seats at the end of the bus are in a U shape. So I was sitting at the end, at the in the middle of the U. Imagine that. And then I have people to my right and people to my left on those two lines. So the past few days, I... I haven't been listening to music as much. I wanted to take a bit of a break because I felt like there's always so much so much noise and so much input coming into my head. And I wanted to take a break from that a little bit and enjoy music a little bit more once I come back to it. So that's what I did in the bus. I just put my headphones on and I started listening to some of my favorite songs. And while listening to to them, I'm just, you know, thinking about life obviously and all of these all of this uh, all of these midnight wisdom thoughts. And this woman comes in with, with three children and they sit around me. So I have a kid to my left and two kids to my right that are directly directly to my right but in front of me. So we were directly facing each other, all of us. So I, I found myself suddenly between three children, you know. And I'm just listening to music and my own thing. With, their, with the mom to the left of the kid that was to my left, reading some book. And I'm just listening to my music. And I start, you know, getting a bit too into it. And one thing you guys don't know about me is that I, I can clap with one finger. Okay, so to demonstrate, you can't see this, but... I, I, can, I can literally clap with one hand and... <laughs> and my like my fingers can clap individually without having to snap i can just do that without the thumb getting involved at all you know it's just my middle finger now clapping and i started doing that to the beat of the song that i was listening to and i, I wasn't really focused and i suddenly look at the girls around me and i see them trying to <laughs> try and clap with their hands as well you know they're like what the fuck is going on what's happening you know and <laughs> i'm just in my song you know i start you know like i do it a bit a, a couple of more times and i see like they're they're very attentive to how i'm doing it and then like i stop the music and i hear the girl asking me like how how the hell are you doing this and she start like they're all all three of them are trying to do it themselves and i just put my hand up and i do it again and they're all like what the fuck <laughs> They start trying it out, and then I see, like, a couple of adults in the back looking at us and trying it out, too. And everyone in that you, about five other people, they were all just looking looking at me, and <laughs> they are all like, what the fuck? <laughs> the mom was, like, just chill about it, you know, she didn't give a fuck. And apparently their dad was sitting at the opposite side of the you, but I, I didn't know he was their dad. And he starts, you know, trying as well. And they all start trying to analyze how it's working and how, how it isn't working. And they think, like, I'm using my nails or I'm using my thumb to snap or or my fingers are too long or they're too thick or 
they, they asked me like if I practice or if I don't practice. And you know, with that, there's there's a lot of laughs going on, and every everyone in the bus suddenly there's this childlike energy between all of us, especially because the dad, their dad was really in on this energy. You know, he didn't, uh, he he really joined in, and he <laughs> he started doing some weird things with his faces and noises and all of that. And yeah, the girl, the girl directly to my right, she starts. Uh, you know, trying a lot and asking me questions, and I, 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 I play around with kids. You know, I've, I've said this before. I always go with the flow, and I, I, I act dumber usually than than I usually than I really am, <laughs> considering I'm pretty dumb, and that just works. So she starts, she starts wanting to share what she can do that I can't. You know, so she starts uh, doing things with her fingers, like uh, if you. If you hold your pinky to your to your thumb, try it right now. Hold your pinky to your thumb and then you have get your ring finger and put it on top of your pinky and then your middle finger on top of your ring finger and then your index finger on top of your middle finger. So you have this type of waterfall of of fingers, right? With five holes <laughs> in your finger in your hand, sorry. And I don't know if you guys know this, but there's the game there's this game where you where you put your index finger to your thumb and then you have, it's like that okay sign. <laughs> and if if you put it under your hip and someone sees it, a friend, for example, then you, then you get to punch them. We play this game in uni, for example, with a friend of mine. And we're always, you know, trying to see if someone does this gesture, does the okay gesture with the hole. And if, if someone looks at the hole, then they get punched. But like, we don't really punch that hard. Maybe we should. But what I found really funny is that this girl did that thing and then her dad looked at her do it. And she's like, ha, you just saw my, <laughs> you just saw five holes in my hand. So now you have to get punched five times instead of just once. I thought that was hilarious, to be honest. Uh, like she was such a bright kid. And then she continued, you know, trying to give me quizzes. And she did this quiz where she... <laughs> Where she she says, I want to teach you how to say 10. Okay. And I'm like, okay, let's go ahead. And she asks me, what's 4 plus 9? What's, sorry, what's 4 plus 5? And I tell her, uh, 9. And she's like, okay, see, I told you how, I taught you how to say 9. And I continue to act stupid. You know, I never continue with, I never continue with what they want me to continue with. And... Uh, and yeah, her dad, her dad was like, uh, uh, he said nine too. And then the, her sister to my left, a bit younger, she's like, she tries to join in on the joke because she felt a bit, uh, she felt a bit excluded. And she started asking me like, what's one plus one? And I look at her and I'm like, uh, three, four, maybe. And her mom comes in and she's like, yeah, one plus one together is 11 if you put them next to each other. And I'm like, haha. And then the dad comes in and starts like uh, trying to join in again. And then she looks at me and she's, she, she, she says like, my sister ruined the joke. Let's, let's do it again. Let's do it again. I want to teach you how to say 10. And then she asks me again, what's four plus five? And I say seven. <laughs> and she's like, no, what's four plus five? Uh, I say seven again, and then she pulls out her fingers, and she does like four with her fingers, and then five with her other with her other hand, and she goes like one, two, three, four, five, 
six and i'm like seven see and then she, she continues to nine <clears throat> and then she's like how much is this and her dad answers again he's like nine and she's like see i told you i taught you how to say nine but he's then he says but you told me you wanted to teach me how to say ten and then she's like haha <laughs> I, I got you and you know, I, I I was I was in her loop. You know, I understood where she was trying to take me, and I I didn't want her to take me there. You know, I didn't accept it, and I didn't want to say ten. But her mom and her dad both said ten almost at the same time, and I thought that was like really funny because two minutes later, she starts talking about how like no one's getting my jokes. What the fuck, you know? And like I'm like, yeah, but maybe we do, but we don't want to give you the pleasure or satisfaction of of going with them or saying them and she says another joke i forgot what it was huh something about yeah uh, someone calls the doctor to to make an appointment and once they call the doctor they're like um they try to make the appointment tomorrow and then the doctor says okay so you're gonna come tomorrow and the patient says Oh, sorry, I can't. I'm I'm sick. <laughs> Which is a pretty simple joke, but I thought it was funny at the moment. And the funny thing is about all of this is that, and this is the beautiful part, is that we we left the bus, and it turned out that we both left at the same station. We both left at the at the same stop, and and then the girls were like, "Oh shit, we're neighbors!" and they were so excited about it. And they start, you know, jumping and playing and, and teaching me how to jump and hit my chest with my knees. Or she started, you know, they started acting like a crab. And they're like, what horoscope sign am I? And then it was like cancer. The other girl comes and she starts to swim. And she's like, uh, what am I? I'm like, fish. I didn't know fish was a sign, you know. And... And then, like, we had to cross the road to head to the same way. We were literally neighbors. They live right right, right here. It's so cool. And before before we leave, because I had to go on a different side, uh, the girls, you know, they, they come to me and they just hug me out of nowhere. <laughs> one by one, you know, they just give me hugs. And I give them hugs like, oh, shit, you guys are hugging me. That's so cool. I haven't, you know, had, like, this much love in, in, in a while, you know, where someone just hugs you for the sake of hugging you without any intention without anything you're just it's so lovely being in that moment you know and i'm on that high right now it's it's insane so they all hug me and they they leave their way i tell their dad like dude that was the most fun bus ride i've had in my life so far <laughs> and i shake his hand uh telling me how he has wonderful kids and i leave and yeah that's here i am right now recording this i just thought it was so lovely you know normally like when you're in a bus you're everyone's like really depressed and in their own their own zone listening to music or looking at their their phone whatever whatever is going on with them you know but when this entire clapping thing was happening i saw you know three other four other people around us looking looking at us and laughing and smiling and some people in the back trying to clap with a, with a finger as well. And then the mom is laughing and the dad is laughing. And then the dad starts trying to do different tricks. And he starts asking the kids if they can, um, I don't know, twist their tongue. And do that uh, you thing with their tongue. And 
and everyone's everyone's playing around you know it was just this energy where everyone is just you know happy chilling and having fun and joking around and, and it was just it was just nice you're not you don't you're not normally in that type of energy when you're in a bus and it's lovely that children you know they don't have those barriers that we have to to stop letting things like this happen and then you realize you know when these type of types of moments that when they happen uh which is pretty rare you realize that this is real you know this is something that can happen you know and and it's something that probably should happen more often where we just are instead of always worried about how we are and you know maybe maybe a few years back if i was in the same situation and i was clapping with a finger and i had strangers looking at me people i've never seen before or met in my life i would have been a bit you know nervous i would have been shy would have gotten really red i would have not known how to say what to say whatever but i was just so with it you know i was just so like calm and comfortable with it and just I'm, I'm having fun with these these children who also want to have fun you know nothing more nothing less i can do something that they can't and that makes them really curious how often do you meet someone that can clap with one finger it's not it's not that often that you that that happens and i just love that they just noticed me doing it while i was just listening to the song and you know clapping to its beat and i thought that was so lovely and the jokes they did and how smart they were and how adorable they were when they hugged me i just thought like oh that's so cool and how the parents were so playful too you know they were just like yeah let's play with the kids and this random dude that we met in the bus that we don't know uh, even though who knows who he might be uh, they don't know that i have a podcast called midnight wisdom and they don't know that the story is going on online but I think that's that's what's cool about it, you know. I can share this type type of thing with you guys. You know, something like this can happen where people are just so open and and loving, and real. You know, I don't know when the last time was that I got a hug like that that I didn't expect, and I was just like, oh shit, uh, wow, okay, cool. I, like we've only known each other for maybe ten minutes, and we don't even really know each other, but we shared a nice moment. And let's end this moment with a hug, you know, and let's let's both go our separate ways. And like, I'm going home from the other side and they're on the other side. And I reach my door and I hear the girls, you know, telling me goodbye. And I'm like, bye. And I like clap again. And then I go inside. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just uh, fresh out of it. Had to share it with you guys. Ah, didn't really think about where I'd, I'd what I talk about or where I'd go after uh, talking about the story. But generally, I'll, I'll talk about what's going on right now. Uh, it's the 6th of March, 2019. First off, I can't believe that three months have already passed. You know, that that's insane. Or two months, technically. January and February passed. And now we're in the third month of the year. So that's uh, a quarter through, right? And... I don't know. I feel I feel like time is for me at least is passing so much faster than any time in my life, and I'm just scared that if it's just going to continue being faster and faster, I just uh, I don't like this, man. You know, I don't like feeling like everything is rushed. I don't f- like feeling like everything has to move so fast. Even though, I, like when I play games, I like games that are fast. I like games that require a fast reaction speed and require me to to focus and dodge or whatever and 
but like this the speed in everyday life where i feel like the, my day is gone and i feel like nothing really went down or it's just weird it's just it's just I, I can't put my finger on it you know i looked into it a bit you know seeing comparing how you know these children in the, in the bus right now they probably felt like this thing was a lot longer than i did and because that might be because they've only lived for let's say seven years and or four years and for them they're they're new you know their time for them is is they're new into time and how can i explain this right so if you're four and you look back at uh, half your life when you're two that's just two years that passed so relatively that is really close but to you it's very far it's half your life already for me half my life would be 11 years but so much has happened in 11 years and the more you live the more time loses its its value as as you continue I don't like how I'm explaining this. It's clearer in my head. But this is the point of the podcast. I, things in my head need to be clearer. I'll I'll think about it and explain it better in another episode about time specifically. But it's just something that that bothers me, man, like how the older we are, the faster time time moves. And who knows? Like I was talking to my dad's my friend's dad the other day and he was like 55 and he tells me it was his birthday. And he tells me like uh, like my last birthday was like yesterday and I, I like uh, life is moving so fast and he just said exactly what I said and he feels like like the days are going by so quickly and I don't know there's I don't think there's a way to stop this I think there's just you know being able to take the time to to breathe to change pace because when you're when you're faced with different things often time feels like it's longer because your your mind remembers more of what's different rather than more of what's the same so if i'm in the same apartment every day for the next three years and i'm always in this apartment and i never travel the three years are going to seem very short because i'm always exposed to the same information but when i'm exposed to new information new stimuli stimuli new whatever i'll i'll be able to remember that remember a lot more and because of that, it will feel like it's longer. But I'm still feeling like it's fast, you know? And things are going to change for me very fast. And and it still all feels very quick. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe a part of me is anxious because of that a little bit. A part of me is uh, stressed out. And a part of me understands that there's no need to be stressed out and to just let all of that go. And then there is a part in my head that's always trying to find the best way to, to move forward. And it's always in this constant thinking mode, even if I'm not thinking. And I'm always thinking, like, it's not stopping. It's not, it's consuming a lot of energy. And I think I should just let let it do its thing, you know, without interfering and let go. Because trying to resist what your brain is naturally going through will only increase it or... I don't know, ruin the process. But at least that's with me and how I understand myself. Uh, some people might not be, not might not be the same same thing. So it's, it's up to you to understand how you work. You work very differently than anyone else. Besides from that, like I said, I'm moving out of this apartment uh, in three days. So this is going to be one of the last episodes I record in the apartment. I think I'm going to record a few more before I leave. 
because I just I just like the space. It's a nice space to think, and it's going to be a good uh, goodbye because I recorded a lot of episodes here. I recorded almost all of them here, except uh, the ones that I I didn't. <laughs> I recorded almost all of them here, except the ones that I didn't record here. Very accurate, very on point. Um, yeah, so it's been it's been nice living here. It's been cool let's hope like i see I, I wonder how disappointment went today it was pretty cool to, it was two girls that i saw i'd move into to the room i would move into one of the girls rooms as she she travels and i was i was the last person that they saw so i think that's a good thing because you know, it's a fresh face that they like i'm i'm the freshest face that that they see or that they remember and they just started telling me about how the other appointments were so horrible and how they had two people who came at the same time and they were sort of fighting over the room. And I just, you know, sat down and listened. My goal wasn't to convince them to let me stay in the room. My goal was to convince them that I'm I'm a cool dude who's really chill and doesn't care too much. And I my goal is to convince them to like me as a person. Because if you, they like you as a person, then they'll then they'll actually be okay with you staying in the room or being their roommates or all of that. And I thought they were pretty lovely people, you know. We we talked a lot, we made a lot of jokes. And I it wasn't as if I was obsessed with making them like me. I was just being me, you know, and I was just relaxed, really calm, really easygoing, asking questions or answering them and telling them, you know, what's going on with my life and all of that. And when they talked, I just shut the fuck up and listened, you know. You just, like, when people talk, you know, we usually think we have to insert our opinion somehow to add value to the conversation. But a lot of the time, we just have to keep it to, our, keep it to ourselves and let people let what they need to come out come out. And they'll appreciate you for that, even if they don't consciously think about it. So that was a good appointment in general, I think. But I've I've had my... I've had my appointments, you know, apartment hunting is one of the things I dislike the most in, in this country or any country. And when I first came to to Hamburg in September this year, last year, I had to find an apartment again. And I visited like 12 different places and I had like 12 different interviews with 12 different groups of people. Usually there were more than one person interviewing you. And I just got so used to, you know, just go in, don't think about it, be chill, be attentive to the room, be attentive to what you think the room should need for you. The room that I saw today was pretty cool. Be attentive to the things that they have in the apartment that they like, but don't really notice because they see it every day. So when I entered the kitchen, they had a few, like five posters on the wall and one of them said, what would Beyonce do? And I'm like, fuck, that's like, <laughs> that's the motto I live with, live by every day. And they, they laughed like crazy because they forgot that it's even there. And then like she talked about Beyonce a little bit. And then we sat down and 10 minutes later while we're talking, she she talks about doing something. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what Beyonce would do. <laughs> and then they laugh again, you know. Uh, she had a teddy bear in her room and I pointed at him and I'm like, what's his name? You know, I didn't, I, you don't, I didn't comment about, oh, that's a cute teddy bear. Or, or I asked her, what's his name? As if he had a name and he did have a name. 
and she started talking about her teddy bear that the, since she she's had him since she was four, and I just looked at her and listened, you know, and it's interesting to hear that that stuff, you know, you don't need to talk much, you just need to direct things in a certain motion, but you just need to flow with that and be at your energy level somehow. But at least that's how I'm seeing it through my eyes. And sometimes it's hard to be so attentive to these types of things when you're in a new environment because there's so much information coming at you and you don't know what to focus on and what to bring up and what to ask. And you feel like you have to prove something to the people around you because you want them to want you to live with them. And all of that is just noise in your head that takes and saps away so much energy, you know? And that usually happens if you're talking to a girl that you're interested in, for example, and you're pretty fucking nervous about what to tell her or you're thinking about, you know, like when I was when I was at this apartment, you know, there are two cute, really smart, intelligent girls. And I, I assume if I went into the apartment five years ago, I would have been really nervous and would have like been a bit red. And I would have talked more than I should have talked. And I would have, you know, tried to reach a certain outcome, even though there's no need to reach a certain outcome. But she gave me a glass of water and I was drinking it. And when I was putting it back on the table, the bottom of the glass uh, hit the table a little bit, you know, just like like that. And And usually if I did that before, I would have reacted a bit to that and like looked at them a bit worried and then been like, sorry. But, you know, it just tapped and I'm like, okay, I didn't even pay attention to it tapping, you know, I, I could have almost broke broken this cup, but it's okay, you know, you, you, sometimes embarrassing things happen, but they're not really embarrassing, they're just things that happened and nothing changed, so why should it have that much of an effect on you? So I just put it back on the table and continued talking. Like, five years ago, I probably would have felt like, really, like, whoa, I, that just happened. And when I was leaving, I pulled my jacket off of from the wardrobe that they had in front of the door, and the like the hanger thing fell on the floor, and I just picked it up and put it back and continued dressed and, and left. And as well, like I think if that happened to me a long time ago, I would have been very anxious about that, jittery, been like sorry, pulled it up. Oh, it's not it's not a big deal, and I like that they were cool people enough to not think a lot of things are big deals and I I think we really hit it off and I think it's just very important to not feel like you're especially when you're talking to a girl to not put all of your mental energy into thinking about how she's perceiving you and even even the other way around you know if you're into a guy and you feel anxious or nervous or you know guys always ask the question what do I what should I say when I talk to, to a girl or someone? How do I keep a conversation going? I fucking hate that. I, it's never happened on an episode before. I'm not gonna... Be, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with my phone ringing while recording. Um, yeah, so... We always think, we always ask this question, you know, what should I talk about? And I think that's a very, very wrong question to approach this mindset or to approach this interaction with. It's a wrong mindset to approach this interaction with. And I think the right mindset is, how can I enjoy myself as much as possible right now? How can this interaction be the best interaction it can be? And that's that's how I, I go into it. I don't go talk to a person because I, I want something from them. I, I go talk to the person because... 
either I'm bored and I want something interesting to happen. Either I feel like I need new perspective on something and maybe this person might give me perspective. Or maybe they look like someone I can have a funny conversation with or have, have a good time. So I'd go and I'd say exactly what I think, you know. I remember like when I was in Finland, I saw this guy in the corner in a club and he's just wearing a fishing hat and wearing like this very weird fishing attire and sitting in the corner. And I'm like, fuck, I need to talk to this dude. I have no idea what what's happening, you know, with him. I've never seen this before. I want to see what's up. So I go to him and I, I give him a fist bump and I sit down next to him. And I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? And he says, hi. And I look at him and tell him exactly that. I'm like, dude, you look interesting. I've never seen anyone with your with this costume before. And I'm just curious, you know, what you're about. So what's up? And he starts, you know, telling me what, what he's about. And, you know, surprisingly, people will tell you these things if, if you genuinely ask. And maybe the first, you know, some people might not want to answer it. And that's fine. Just go to the next person. You know, you don't need to feel like you're married to to them just because you approached them and wanted to talk to them if anyone is rude or anything like that at any point you don't even have to tell them goodbye just leave you know and that's exactly what i did with this dude because it turned out that he was very creepy so and i i don't use this word lightly you know like like for me to think that someone is creepy is is, uh, is pretty <laughs> you know he started he started asking me like oh where are your friends you know like uh let's go talk to your friends uh, <laughs> and, and for me like I was like no I'm, I'm walking away so I look at him I nod my head and I just leave I didn't I didn't even say goodbye I just I didn't bother and yeah that's that's it's, it's my approach towards a lot of scenarios I just go to a person and tell them exactly what I'm thinking uh yo I'm pretty bored and you look like an interesting person to talk to. So pl- please be interesting. <laughs> or, I don't know, I, you look go up to someone and think, uh, I think it would be cool getting to getting to know you. And, and then when people actually start talking, I think that's when, that's when people start tripping out a lot because they don't focus on the interaction. They focus on what they have to then next say, what they have to say next and and that's where you're wrong. You should never continually be focused on what you're going to say next. You should be continually focused on exactly where you are right now in this interaction. And just like you feel the obligation to say something, to continue the conversation, so does the other person. This is a universal thing. Not a lot of people are actually present in a conversation enough to not always be worrying about what to say next. And just like you think you carry the burden of the interaction, succeeding in a sense, so does the other person. So why why are you taking the responsibility, you know? Look Look at people, smile, and let them say what they have to say. And if you think they're done or if they're not done, you let them continue. Always, as a rule, always stay quiet for at least three seconds after someone finished saying a sentence. It's very hard to reprogram yourself to do that, but just stick with it, see what happens and do that. It's like making popcorn, you know, like you you always wait three seconds after the last, you know, popcorn pops and then, you know, the popcorn's done. Just wait three seconds until like, and if three seconds pass and no one says anything, 
that's when if you want to continue that person if you want to have that person continue telling you information usually rephrasing what he said or she said in three four words talk from your chest when you when you go down and you talk from your chest with your dj voice and you keep going lower and lower and lower and you're not saying things as if they're a question <laughs> or you give them this high tone uh, you you say things as if they're statements or facts and you, you say that you say like let's let's say the person is telling me about how how much of a bitch it was that, to drive to work yesterday and i'm like oh you thought it was a bitch to to drive to work yesterday and they'll be like, yeah, because, you know, this guy in front of me was honking his horn a lot. And I looked at him and I gave him the finger. Oh, shit, dude, you gave him the finger. Hell yeah, man, that's what I'm about. <laughs> you know, that's how you should just give the opportunity for people to be themselves and to absorb their best selves. And within that, you let your best self shine and they'll want to see your sides as well. But I think it just takes trial and error to to get into that you know to to really practice that and see you know what type of what type of things do you even enjoy talking about you know for me i'm i'm very random you know i'll i'll be talking to someone and a random thought about something entirely different pops up into my head and i'll bring that up and i'll be like you know the other day this happened and i thought this about it and they'll be like oh shit and they start thinking about it too and then they give their opinion because people love giving their opinion. And then you do that again with their opinion. You you rephrase their opinion and say it to them. And then they'll justify why they thought of it as an opinion. If you're very if you're specifically looking to to tackle a certain specific point in the conversation, because they mentioned something that you feel that you want them to focus on a little bit more, so that you can explore that a little bit more. A, a question can always work but it's just that you don't want it to be an interview style type of interaction you want a genuine interaction and you want to be genuinely curious about this type of thing so you'll you'll go ahead and you'll ask that but you're not asking it to reach a specific point or to get them to tell you a specific secret you're asking them just to get to understand them better genuinely and so you guys can have a better time or your curiosity can be sated and if they don't want to answer a question, uh, just look at them, nod, and say, I can respect that. Uh, but if, if you, like, usually it depends on what type of question I'm asking. If I think that they're not answering the question because they think that I'm, let's say, inappropriate just because I'm not following the most social, most normal of social norms, I'll, I'll, I'll point that out. And I'll say, if you want me to to lie to you or talk to you like everyone else around here is going to talk to you, then okay, sure, be my guest. But otherwise, uh, but otherwise, if you want to share this, you can share this. Uh, if you don't, I can respect that. And then let them fill the silence. Uh, just being comfortable with the silence is, I think, the hardest thing a lot of us need to, need to deal with right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. I have a lot to do, and I need to do it. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure, like always. Love you guys. Love all of your faces. Uh, you guys can continue practicing clapping with one finger. Go ahead. And <laughs> uh, 
I wish you the best. If you have, if you want to send me anything, send it to me on the Facebook page, Midnight Wisdom. Ask me your questions. I want to do a question-like episode, but no one's sending me questions. So uh, I can't do a question-like episodes if I don't have any questions. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Go on Midnight Wisdom on Facebook and send me whatever you want to send me. I'll be sure to get to that. If you have an interesting story like the one I shared today, I'll I'll be happy to share that too. Uh, I love hearing people's stories, man. It gives you so much more perspective. And just if you give a chance for people to tell you their stories, they'll, they'll tell it. They'll tell it. And I think we should all take advantage of that because I think we all have a lot to say. Not just me, the guy with a podcast with, with hours <laughs> of episodes. Uh, not just me, not just me, all of us. With that, I love you folks. Love your faces. Peace.